You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. Hope y'all enjoy. This week on Carly's Couch, we're talking about relationships and having high expectations. Should you just settle? Happy Monday. It is um, the day before Valentine's Day when this comes out. So it's love on yourself day and then tomorrow you can love on everybody else. Yeah, hopefully you love on yourself every day. Welcome to Carly's Couch. Thank you for listening. Um, Today, of course, we felt it made sense to keep it in theme. And I feel like everybody likes talking about and hearing about relationships for whatever reason. I, I guess that just... Makes the world go round. The people go um, Yeah, it does. Like, they're my favorite podcast to listen to um, as well, to be honest. Um, what about you, actually? Yeah, I do like them, but I, I don't want to get inundated. So it's like yeah. I have my little my little time where, like, that's all I'm listening to. And it's like, nah, I'm off it for a while. Yeah, but um, on, like, School of Greatness or Impact Theory or other ones that cover different topics, um, I do always like listening to guests. I like listening to... Um, professionals in this space of psychology or uh, eroticism and different things that have to do with love because um, even though at some point it is kind of like common sense it is kind of interesting to hear about some of the science and uh, some of the you know just different ways that it might impact you to think about relationships so um, we hope that today you get something out of this episode because it to me it kind of feels like counterintuitive to you know what you would think um Carly, I'll let you say, tell me about the the Instagram post that you sent me, but that's what sparked today's episode. Um, but first, I want to say you're not the only one who really likes relationship podcasts. Our favorite, or our favorite, our most listened to episode on one of the platforms last year in 2022 was with a sex therapist and talking about you know eroticism and all that stuff. So if you haven't listened, um, Dr. Stasia Gordon, so go ahead and go watch that. But yeah, we were trying to think about some topics around relationships, and we were thinking about compatibility and other things. And then I remembered. Um, I be sending posts to Carly's Couch Instagram on my Instagram when I see mm-hmm. stuff that I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And um, the Instagram, I think, is your diagnoses or something like that. But the post in really big letters, like really bright neon letters is like, you don't deserve everything. Settle down. And I was like, oh, huh. Interesting. And in the post, um, he just talks about how we have a culture of entitlement and such high expectations, like the pendulum has swung so high that people are becoming unrealistic whenever it comes to relationships. And I want to talk about that. Like, is it important to settle down? You know, I do think that we have a culture of entitlement, but I thought it'd be pretty interesting to explore that. Cause you know, you never hear settle down. It's always don't settle, you know, get what you're worth. You deserve better and more, but do you? So what are your first thoughts when you read, you don't deserve everything, settle down? Um, I mean, obviously it, it struck me cause I was like, wait, psh, I do absolutely deserve everything. I'm not settling for anything, but it's like, you know, when you post stuff that is the opposite, it always gets people engaged cause it, it triggers them like, wait, what? So initially I was like, of course I do. But then when I read it, it really made sense to me. And the fact that I think that people do sometimes, um, use relationships in the place of healing or instead of doing their work or looking for that to be their thing and then their partner to be their everything. And so it kind of does make sense to me and in what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for me, when I hear you don't deserve everything, I'm okay with that because I don't think people necessarily deserve anything. 
Um, but I do want everything. So with that part, I'm like, nah, I don't know. I like, I do want everything. And then with, um, it's saying settle down to me, that wasn't saying settle. Um, but when I hear somebody say settle down, like you don't deserve everything, settle down. Um, to me, that sounds like it's saying accept what you get. And so to me, that does feel counterintuitive. It feels like that's not really like what I'm trying to hear or, um, what I necessarily want. So that's my first takes is that, um, you don't deserve everything settled down. Doesn't really like ring for me as me being like, yeah, you're right. Like it just doesn't. Um, of course the conversation around what that person means is different. Um, so that's kind of what we're going to really get in today. Um, because Carly, can you really have everything? And we're talking about out of romantic relationships. So I don't even want to try to talk about like different types of relationships, all that today, like out of romantic relationships, can you have, can you really have everything? And what is everything? So everything, what, what does that even mean? Um, I'm going to say no, because I I think that we're human and inevitably we're all flawed. And so somebody going to let you down. Like ideally in my Mm -hmm. head, everything is like this person who, is exactly everything that you ask for. Like looks, you know, smarts, every, every single piece of them is this like made up, you know, idealized version. And just like we are sometimes not the idealized version of ourselves. Like, I don't think that that's realistic when it comes to relationships. Like we all have show up sometimes different and and not different things. What I do think you can have is everything that's important to you. Hmm. Which is what things? Because um, I was to say, look at good humor, all the things. So, oh, all the things. Um, I would say this is probably where it comes to like people's non-negotiables. It's like mm-hmm. you know, I want someone who has ambition and who loves life and, and is immature. They have to be. I have to be attracted to you. Like that's that's a, the the minimum. Um, if I'm super attracted to you, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be kind and thoughtful and have a high emotional intelligence. You have to learn, like love learning because I love learning. And I feel like that would be a misstep to not be with someone who can keep up with you and you can keep up with them and challenge each other and keep them on your toe, on their toes. Um, I feel like those are, those are the things. Oh, I guess the last thing like with all, <laughs> all my Carly things is like heart. Like I, I think that that's so important. What I mean is like a heart for others, a heart for themselves, a heart for you, like someone who, who likes service and, and trying to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that anybody can really have everything as far as a partner for you. But I would add on to that, that I you don't need everything. So I think one of the things that, we don't often think about like there's many times that you will see a couple and be like, Hmm, I wonder like what's their story or whatever. It doesn't maybe seem obvious that they would uh, be a couple that you would have thought would been together for whatever reasons. Or um, even with yourself, I like looking back at people that you have been in all in love with and dated. And now you're like, "Mm, that was not it. Like, or what was I really looking at then? Um, I've been in relationships where I literally looked at them one day and everything like turned all the way off. And I've also um, been in dating situations where I was like, eh, I don't really know, like this and this and this and this and this is annoying. And then over time, um, whether it be like something happening or whatever, but over time, what I notice is that if there are certain things in place and we can talk about maybe what those are, they're probably different for everybody and maybe like some of the things you said, but if certain things are in place, what happens is we, we're okay, like without certain pieces or certain things and, or certain things don't bother you. So maybe, um, some of the little turnoffs or, um, things that 
initially before you really connected to them um, bothered you, they may not bother you anymore. That may change. And so um, you could very well be dating somebody who does not have everything, but also you're okay. Like that doesn't bother you. Or you could be dating somebody who does not have everything and it really bothers you. But I think that's because to what you said and your point is that there's there's some really core things that you need to identify and know that you're looking for that you really want to see or are a way that you really want to feel that is not there. And to me, that's a compatibility type thing. Um, so, you know, there's a few things that play compatibility, um, standards, these lists and checklists of things you might be looking for. Um, but at the end of the day, when you really, I, I would go out as much to say that with most people, like when you really look at like people in your past that you've really been into or the person you're into now, it's all a little different. Um, so like they might not all be the same. The situations might not be the same. And yet, like what are those main things that really kind of keep you in that space or are really interested um, in wanting to be in a relationship with that person? So I think that's pretty interesting. Like, of course, like you could also ask yourself, like, are you everything? And it's like, no, nah, not really. Um, but what are some of the things that you say you're looking for? You probably have them. Like you have an aspiration to continue to always get better and learn and grow and um, certain things like that, right? And and those might be things that you're also looking for in somebody else. So for sure, you I don't think you want to be in a space of looking for things that you don't even bring um, or that you don't even have. Um, but I'm also, all of that said, never mad at somebody who's like, yeah, I need to be with somebody who's ex or whatever, maybe as shallow or non-shallow as that is, like, that's also, that's, that's you. And some people are, do need and want certain things in order to be happy with somebody. And I think that that's important. And I like the delineation is like, people can want what they want. And if you have, you know, a list of a million and two things that you need for somebody to check off your list, like, do you, Um, I think that with that though, you could miss out on some really amazing people. Um, and some really amazing adventures and some other stuff just because you have a view of how things could look Mm -hmm. or how they should look rather than like what they could be. So it's like you're so attached to your idea of who this person is without really knowing the person, you know, and not to say you have to shift your non-negotiables, you know, because everybody has those. Um, Like one of my best friends has like five and she will not like it it is not sliding. I don't think they're unrealistic or anything like that. What are they? Oh, man. Um, A relationship with God. That's one of them. And she has some other standards. But hers are more, and I like, hers are like action-based. I wish I would have talked to her before this episode. Um, Hers are like how they show up in these spaces. Like, what are their fruit in these areas? Not what they tell you or whatever, but like, you know, do do they have, hers is really important, like being in the church and being active and doing stuff like that. Um, How they show up for her, like how she feels, like in, in, like, do they have a friendship and it's, it's like five things and she's very set on that, but it's more so like about how people show up in a space and she can look at track records and the fruit and stuff like that. And I think mm-hmm. that, I think that that's kind of cool. Um, I was laughing when you say, you know, do, do you have everything that you're asking somebody else? Cause I feel like people be so quick to be like, yeah, I do. And it's like, but do you really? And then also, um, the question, would you want to date yourself? I mean, I think I'm amazing and I'm a great day. Like I'm very thoughtful, all those things, but I don't want to date myself. I'm trying to date somebody else. I am myself. So like, no. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, I would have to think about that question a little more, but something else that you said made me think that it's kind of also twofold that um, you may lose out if you are, you know, looking at some, a checklist and moving people away because of that. 
But one of the things I actually think is a bigger problem and that I feel like I see more of is people losing out because somebody does check certain boxes, but they're actually not happy or like getting mm. what they really want in that relationship. Um, I see all the time that people will mm, make fun of, for lack of a better word, but like kind of get on or make fun of people who get out of relationships or like... Um, even like a Lori Harvey or somebody who dates people and is like, we dated, done, we're dating, done. And yet it's like we don't realize like one of the biggest, 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 uh, most important things about relationships is knowing when to call it or to be able to actually like break from something that's like, oh, this isn't it and to move on. Um, so all of those things are important. And uh, none of this is like a cut and dry checklist type of thing. So like, I don't think we're not really trying to tell you like what to look for or what you should and shouldn't put up with, what you should and shouldn't deal with, et cetera. Um, but one of the first things and going back to something Carly was talking about earlier is to think about what you're really looking for in a partner. Like I would even say like, take a piece of paper and set your timer for 30 seconds to just like write some things down. And it's okay. Like I, it's okay to write down crazy stuff. Like I will write down, hairline intact like <laughs> I'm sorry but like that's that's where I'm at um yeah like but I mean so there's some ball folks who who look good too but like if I just had to write some stuff down like I I sure I do care about a hundred percent um humor obviously intelligence um more recently thankful for examples and what much better examples of communication listening mm. being um non-defensive um, quite frankly, I, more than like looking for somebody to be some things, I kind of pay more attention to how I feel around a person. Um, if I feel safe, if I feel like I can speak up about certain things. Um, and again, also, this does not mean like you need to be on first or second or even third dates, like <clears throat> spilling out everything and like, you know, doing the most. But like as you get to know somebody and you're really considering and or um, you're in a relationship with them. Um, it's important that you're able to feel good in that relationship. Um, I would also say it's important to be aware of your attachment styles, all of those things, right? Because sometimes we self-sabotage and we will be in places where um, we are settling, but we're settling in a way where we are harming ourselves instead of it being like settling in a way where it's like, you know what? Yeah, like there goes two ways. You're, you're harming yourself because... Um, you may be settling for somebody who like you don't feel good and you're really just trying to fix something or fix them or try to make somebody something they're not um, or try to you trying to be okay with something that you're not okay with. That's not cool. Um, but in the case of, of this guy, this guy, hmm? this was a guy. Yeah, this guy. So in the case of this guy saying, settle down. To me, um, it makes me think about the fact that if you could sit down and be like, you know what, do I enjoy this person? Am I happy with with all of these things? What are the things I'm not happy with? Oh, they're actually kind of minute. Like, it's okay to let go and like, let's let's do it and let's try it and settle down. Actually, this is actually my life right now because I was really I was have been dating um, a guy and. I was like, uh, I, don't, I kept like fighting it because I was like, I don't know. Like, it's some things that's like kind of turning me off or like. I'm not, I just, I can't get past it. And I was like, yeah, maybe I should like just go ahead and say something because I don't, you know, I don't want them to keep like trying to do the most or like I don't want to waste anybody's time or, you know, like I don't, I don't want to hurt anybody in that way. So I was like, yeah, you know, I don't really see us being in a relationship, but like I do have fun dating. Like we can hang out and, you know, do whatever. But like I don't really know about like 
you know, really in somebody's space for real. Like, it's different when you like, oh, let's go out and hang out or let's go bowling or let's go do something. Even, like, going over to their crib and coming back the next day. Like, but that's way different than really being in somebody's space and, and you know, dealing with them on a di- different level. And you know what this uh, guy did? What he do? He said, okay, well, you know, I think it's best to be friends then. And at the moment... In the back of my head, I was like, yes. I was like, okay, that was easy. Because I was thinking like, okay, I got, you know, I got I got away with that. Cool. And it wasn't hard. They didn't even ask me questions like, what's wrong? Nothing like that, right? Which also sparked in me. I was like, oh, wow. They're being very, like, clear cut. Like, uh, yeah, you, you, you're telling me you don't foresee whatever. There's really no point in us, like, continuing to move in that direction just for me to be kind of hurt later. So, like, let's just be friends. And it all made complete sense to me. So, I was like, bet. That makes sense. And, boy, I was... For a week, I was like kind of hurt because it was really like, he really was like right. gone. And I was like, dang. Not that, and also I didn't want to be that person trying to be like trying to bust their boundaries, but I kind of did notice that a little bit about myself that I was like, kind of felt like a little challenge of like, dang, you're not going to answer me or... But but then I realized, um, I was like, you know what? That's not that's not cool. Respect people's boundaries. Didn't say much of anything to them, um, but saw them in a few places. <laughs> and they were still just friend, like they were literally friendly. So it also wasn't mean. It wasn't like weird. I hate you. It wasn't even really weird. Besides, like I was kind of like looking like, damn, he really don't don't care. Um, but I seen I saw him in a couple places, and he really gave me a hug. Hey, what's up? And you know, kept doing his thing. And I was like, oh shoot, like he's for real. Like he really just like gone back up. And in that week, what happened in my head was all those things that were kind of like, eh, that's kind of turning me off. That's a little annoying. It totally shifted to like, he has great boundaries. He had like all those things. They went, they went up so crazy. I was like, I'm, I might be tripping. And then I, I actually, when I did hit him up, and I talked to other people too, because like I said, I didn't want to like bother him and like try to infringe. When I did hit him up, I was like, man, it's kind of hard actually. He was like, yeah, you know, I'm not really enjoying this either. I was like, shoot, I couldn't tell. It seemed like he was like real, like, you know, I'm, I'm about my business, keep it moving, which was cool. Um, but then we met up and talked about it. And I did, I did kind of kind of convince. I was like, I was like, actually, like, I think I'm really think I've changed my mind. Like, I actually would consider being in a relationship with you for real, because of all these things. Like, I could literally list all these things. And so for whatever reason, well, not for whatever reason, because of all this, I literally like put all those other things first. But in my head, I was like, dang, like still be a little cautious. And of course he didn't really trust it. Cause you know, like, okay, you're just saying something to, you know, kind of get him back in the mix. But I was like, all right, let me see what's going on. And so, you know, we kind of slowly kind of start hanging out and literally like those things, like literally did not bother me. Like I, nothing was making me like, eh, or like, I don't know. Like it literally didn't bother me at all. So I was like, dang, like, I'm so glad that I actually was able to see like a very secure attachment, the boundaries, all those things. I'm sorry, this story is so long, but like now, like oh, like so yes, on paper, like I could still say there's a couple things that's like might be annoying or whatever, but like in general, I'm like this is a healthy person. This is a person who really listens to me, like wants to support me, you know, like really on point, really secure. I, I literally have never even realized how much I've never really. Um, participated in that or like seen that so clearly so I was like well shoot like of course like I I actually should look at this differently and this is somebody who does want to be like they can say like I want to be in a relationship with you um and then so we agree like okay we could kind of date again but he's also still like you you got a little bit of time to figure it out but not much like Mm. so I was like okay (laughs) (laughs) and also there's a little another story because then somebody 
else did kind of pop up who kind of got me interested a little bit. But also the fact that like I I said that I talk about stuff like I'm I'm so honest and so clear about everything because I don't want to repeat past like misunderstandings and mistakes and things. And it's just so cool like for somebody to be like, that's cool. You should explore that or like um, not have any ownership of you or like all these other things that I'm like, these are all very quality things. Like they do not want to own me. They're like, you should do what you want to do. Like, this is what I want. And if you don't want that, that's fine. But like, I will need to do what I need to do. So I'm like, dang. So it kind of makes me, it kind of made me feel like, um, like, well, that sounds like, you know, you kind of a good deal. And so all of that to say, in a case like that, settle down and what he said kind of makes sense. Like, I have to get every little thing, but it's a lot of great things. And it's like, that's that's good enough. And that's not a bad thing to say. Like, that's good enough. Because it's the really important things and things that um, actually, like, lead to, like, better joy and, you know, all the things, like, for actual life and partnership and all of those things. So that's my story. Uh, <laughs> episode over. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so beautiful. And I'm so glad you shared that because I feel like, um, a lot of times, even when we're thinking about what we want in relationships, when I just said all that stuff, I was like, oh, that's a pretty comprehensive list that I said. I was like, oh, go Carly. But then when you talk about it, I was like, dang, communication, boundaries, all that shit matters so much. And so you can only get there by like exploring. And if you not even going on dates or hanging out with people or exploring things, if people don't meet all your checklists, like, you know, you really could be missing out. I think another thing that holds us back is thinking that every person you date has to be the one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, instead of just or going into it, yeah, going it. into it, like, oh, is this going to be the man I marry? Like date to marry, like all that, like rhetoric can be harmful because then you miss on opportunities and things like this to figure out what you actually want or see how people show up. Yeah, and that's different for me because I don't really care about getting married. And so for me, like I think about like, oh, I want a good partner. But also they this person actually kind of changed, I don't want to say they changed my mind, but like I've kind of realized like, oh, it's not so much I don't want to get married. I just, I, you know, it just needs to be like the right type of person. Um and kids and all of those things like it just it needs to be right and I think that you're right that we go and a lot of people do this that we go into situations like looking for like to try to prove a thing instead of going into it and letting things show us like just what's going on and and taking your time like the the worst thing you can do is like rush um, because a lot of times we'll do a lot of projecting we will come to these conclusions that we really don't have any evidence for um, good or bad like so it's just kind of like don't be so thirsty and just literally keep paying attention to how you feel. Pay attention if you haven't to ask too many questions. Pay attention to the fact that, oh, I don't have to ask him anything. This dude's telling me, hey, in March, I might be doing this and this. And low key, at first, I was like, I don't care. Oh, like, <laughs> like if that, and that's what changed. I was like, why are you telling me this? And meanwhile, I'm like, I got three trips playing. I ain't say shit. Like, should I be telling you? And that's where the, actually how the conversation started. I was like, should I be telling you what I'm doing? Because I didn't know I had to, needed to do that. And, but then I'm realizing, like, oh, this person is actually showing me like that what their communication is, right? And then it's like, girl, like these are the types of things you wish, um, you know, other people would have mm-hmm. did or were doing mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like, well, if that's right in front of you, then that's right in front of you. Um, so be careful about like your expectations. And I would say like um, more than all the other stuff, which is is necessary as well, right? Because if this person was also like a bomb or whatever, then like, and they might still not really be cool. But like, um yeah, you just want to let things unfold and like take your time, but it also gets to a point where you're either taking too much time and now you're either trying to prove something to or like justify something to yourself or you're just you need to make decisions. So and 
um, what would help you not be thirsty is to like really be happy with yourself. I also think that there's this thing like, oh, you have to be healed completely before you get in relationships or learn to love yourself completely before you get in relationships. And I think that's also harmful because you're never done learning. You're never done like healing. You're never done with those things. And relationships can show you so much about yourself and you can grow with a person and they can reflect things back to you in ways that sometimes it's harder to do by yourself. So if you feel like you're waiting for those things, like maybe it's time to actually try to start start dating and doing stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But then also to um, the thing about, what was I about to say? The thing about settling, oh, that's what it was is going into relationships looking for people to complete you or save you or make you better or make you feel interesting and make you feel confident and do all this. Like if you're trying to do that, then it's probably time to chill back and like really work Mm -hmm. on yourself because no person will ever complete you. And this is from someone who used to try to do this in relationships, like be somebody else's everything. Girl, please. You can only be your own everything. Um, And so really take that weight off of your partner because they're going to fall short every single time. Mm-hmm. And two things. One, going back to something you said, I think personally the only, not the only, but the easiest way to not be too thirsty in relationships um, is to date multiple people, first of all, and have other things to be doing. Um, because too often, like, focus in on somebody and, and you know, if y'all are in a relationship, I I think that's what has been a great help for me, like, just actually having fun and being like, I'm just trying to enjoy folks and then let that naturally grow um, if somebody kind of is in that space. Um, With the second thing that you, that last thing you just said about, you know, being your own everything. um, Another huge takeaway and another huge part of what goes into what this guy was saying when he's saying um, you can't, you don't deserve everything settled down to me also it really says, and this is so, so, so important and it's so hard to do. I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of times it's hard to do, especially for women um, because of kind of what she said, right? We want to be somebody's everything. And we also expect a man to want to be our everything sometimes. And it is so important to have friends. It is so important to have people that you go be active with. It's so important to have people you talk to. So important to have people you can hop on the video game with. It's so important um, to have work colleagues it's so important to talk to family. It's so important to have a whole village of people so that you're not expecting this one person to also um, be the person you can rant to about everything, be the person who helps you with everything, be the person who um, you kind of depend on because then it's like that that's only one person. And I think that's something that um, has changed over the years. This is what I hear a lot about too on uh, from a lot of the uh, psychologists and people who kind of study the science of these things is that, you know, it, it was never... Um, it was never like a spouse's job to be everything to a person. Um, you had your whole village and you have all your people. And so it's really, really important not to get lost in that. Um, and if you see yourself in that space or feel yourself getting lost in that, um, really make a conscious effort to be intentional and to branch out, to do things with other people, um, to talk to other people about different things um, so that it doesn't, weigh your relationship or marriage or whatever down Um, because nagging, uh, venting about everything, like putting all that weight on a person is one of the quickest ways to kill like eroticism and like the quickest ways to end up kind of being like those two people who are just like, ugh, we're in the house and like, you know, it's just, it's just too much. It's not, the fun's not really there as much anymore um, and things of that nature. So that's one of the best things you can do is have other things to do. Um, I I know some people with partners who they literally are in the house all day and it's like 
it seemed kind of miserable, but also it sucks because like their partner can't go nowhere or like it has to be this whole big thing of like, well, I can kind of go out, but I know I can't go out next week because I'm going out today. And like, it's just like too much. Um, and then I see people who like also have like their whole lives, have all these different friend groups and do different things. Um, some of it's together, some of it's apart. And it just seems a little more fresh that way. Um, so you, you should not expect like all of everything um, you know, you're a doctor, lover, all these things from one person. You really shouldn't. Mm. Yeah. So all of that. Shout out to the clip for this week. Um, the last thing that I was kind of thinking about is like um, the thought of like settling for for good enough. So once you figure out what you want and you're out here testing these waters, like figure out how things make you feel, figure out what's good enough for you. And that's always enough. Um, I saw recently Tia Maori was talking about like getting divorced because she wasn't happy. And I think sometimes, you know, growing up, we've been indoctrinated with this, like the house and the kid, the husband and the kids. And that's how it's supposed to be. And people are coming at her sideways like, girl, you made a vow. How dare you talk about you want to be mm-hmm. happy now? That's not important. Live your life for you <laughs> because at the end of the day, whenever you die, it's going to be you on that deathbed and you want to make sure that you lived your life for you, even if your choices make other people uncomfortable. So if you have those things and you feeling stuck and it's not working, like it's okay to really choose whatever is working out for you, breaking up, staying together, settling, not settling, doing whatever it is that you need to do for yourself. Yeah. Successful relationships are not the only the ones that last forever. I mean, I feel like Um, Most ones that do last but so long are looking real, real shaky in the light, actually. Um, And even all the excuses about your kids and all these different things, like, that still doesn't even show a good example to kids to be, like, Mm. with somebody who, you know, you're having difficulties with or don't care for, et cetera. Um, And so, like, yeah, it's it's okay to, to be like, you know what, we did this, we had a good time, it's no longer working out, whatever. Like, that doesn't necessarily mean that you are a failure or that your relationship was a failure. Um, like, when you think about it, to be with somebody for 15 years, 5 years, 30 years, like, that's a lot of time. Um, and that's a lot of time that people can grow and change in different ways also. And so, um, you know, as we continue to grow and change and heal and all those things, some of, some things change. Um, and it's important to do what's best for you. Um, but also there are, and, and speaking of, you know, not the relationships where people are married, but in um, boyfriend, girlfriend relationships and all of that, I think that there is plenty of space to know, like, pay attention to green flags, pay attention to the certain red flags. Like, you know, when you're forcing things or or when you're not quite really feeling comfortable and um, push push the, I don't know, push for it with like where you need to be, even when it's very uncomfortable and a little bit hard um, and make sure that, um, if you are settling, that you are, it is good enough. And it, and it might not be. So if it is good enough, um, focusing on all those positive things and moving forward in that space and hopefully good enough includes that they can communicate, that you can, you know, work through conflicts and some of those big core things or, and even that you're compatible. We haven't even started mm-hmm. talking about compatibility yet because again, I don't, if I don't want kids, they want kids. I don't want this. They want this. Like, what are we wasting our time for? That's also, he was like, yeah, I don't, if we don't want the same things, like also it just doesn't make sense. Um, and I had to really act think and challenge myself on if that's really what I would want or not. And so like thinking about all those things, like really it's all about making the best um, decision for you and things that serve you. And hopefully what serves you in a relationship also serves um, both of you or however many of you together. So um, keep all of that in mind. Like there's so many misconceptions about relationships and it doesn't, it 
a relationship not working out does not mean that you are a failure at all. And I think that's something that we tie together a little too, too much. Man, and I would say the only reason why I'm in such healthy relationships now is because of all the relationships I've been in that weren't healthy. Like I learned, you know, a lot of stuff the hard way, but I grew a lot. Um, That's never to say to stay in a relationship where you're being abused or it's just really harmful or toxic or anything like that to you. But, you know, relationships teach you things and I'm grateful for them. Glad they're over, but they definitely um, helped me, you know, learn and get to this point where I am today. Yeah, that's, and that's good. I think, um, for me, it's less about the relationships and more about um, the the way the things that I've done. I realize that there's better ways to do it. Like I've I've always realized like you could be um, you could communicate more differently. And then the more I practice those things, I'm like, oh man, this is mad easy. Like it really doesn't actually have to be that hard. Um, yeah. So. Um, you don't necessarily deserve everything. And when, when you are somewhere that's good enough, take time to explore it, appreciate it, um, pay attention to yourself, to others. And um, don't fall for like the misconceptions of relationships. And um, I want to say good luck, but... Have fun. Yeah, have fun with it. Um, and when you're not having fun with it, it's okay to move on. Yeah. Um. So hit us at Carly's Couch on TikTok, on Instagram, Twitter, on all the places. Let us know, you know, what you thought about the episode and maybe some takeaways. Let us know your thoughts on if you deserve everything and what good enough might look like for you. Um, This week's question of the week, Lex, when you Mm -hmm. die, what do you want to be remembered for? Um, I'll be remembered for um, how supportive I was of others in... um, whether it's time of need or helping them kind of level up in different spaces, um, for sure. You also go real hard for your friends and like all the things that we do, like which I love. Like it's mm-hmm. so cool to watch you support other people. Yeah, because I mean, and that's easy for me to see things and have ideas like with the work I do and my mind, like that's kind of how I just view life and things. So that's if that's like my superpower, then that's where I kind of like easily assist in other spaces. And I like that you said I will be because that absolutely is it. Um, mine is for love, uh, for how many people feel and brought love to their lives. Beautiful. <laughs> all right. You all have a great week. Have a great Valentine's Day and we will see you next week. Peace. <laughs>